114 to 118. The Philadelphia 76ers fall to the Portland Trailblazers. I'm Jerry Green here with Corey Camasholi, and we're here to talk about this disappointing Sixers loss. That, in my opinion, uh, most of the blame goes on to the refs. But how you doing, Corey? I'm really disappointed, and I I'm really not counting this as a loss in my books. Obviously, every loss goes into the L column, but this one I'm not I'm not mad about with the Sixers. But it's just it's just so it's annoying. The, that call on Carmelo Anthony was not a foul at all. You know, they were calling some other things that were really – it's just – it was brutal. Terry. What do you think about the game? Yeah, I like – it's just like we should have won that game. We were in a position to win that game. And on the inbound pass, I'm talking about the final – well, not the final, final play here, but the Blazers' final play when Melo got that foul. Like the inbound pass, we did everything right. Shut off Dane Lillard. Um, maybe you could say the Sixers shouldn't have used that foul they had to give. But it turned out to it worked for them, and then they got that dumb, stupid foul that should never be called in an NBA game on Carmelo Anthony uh, by Tobias Harris. I, it's just you hate to see it happen. Um, I like you want to blame the refs, but you can't blame the refs for everything. You know the Sixers could have shot the ball better from three. They were six of twenty-seven as a team. Blazers were. Um, they were 17 of 38, so 45% for the Blazers shot the ball a lot better than the Sixers from beyond the arc. And it feels like that's what happened last time, too, that, that these two teams played a week ago. Um, the Blazers just completely outshot us. It feels like the Blazers have done that every year we play them for, like, the past two or three years. They just somehow make every single three against us. They're one of the biggest, like, three-point shooting teams in the league. They live and die by the three. And, you know, some nights it's going to go in. It reminds me of, like, the Houston Rockets, the way they used to play with James Harden. They would just shoot a ton of threes. Some nights a lot of them go in and you win. Some nights they aren't falling and you lose. And that's kind of what the Blazers are this season. And tonight was one of the nights where a lot of them went in. Yeah, three-point shooting has been a problem for the Sixers every now and then. Uh, it's just A lot of our games that we lose, we'll be shooting in the high 20s or low 30s. We definitely want to get that up a little bit. Uh but, yeah, like you said, Portland, you know, and they had almost all their guys back that they did not have against us, uh, barring Nasir Little and CJ McCollum, which you can argue then we should have won. Uh, just just brutal. And, honestly, you know, as much as I'm putting this on the refs, I definitely feel like the Sixers could have made this a little bit of a bigger margin in their favor instead of making it come down to the wire. This team, I think, is a little bit better than the Blazers in many different aspects. But I'm not going to harp on that too long. You know, West Coast road trip, everybody's adjusting and stuff. But I think we should have won this game. But let's talk about a couple of the positives. Embiid, 13-25, another 35 points. He still, I mean, and then another loss, but he's padding up his stats, getting that, trying to get that MVP status up. Yeah, Embiid, he, I, don't, I really can't. I've yet to see a good argument for LeBron James to win the MVP over Joel Embiid. And I think that's um, – there was a poll conducted with, like, a bunch of media members, I think, or maybe it was front office ex- executives. I don't know. But LeBron won, and I, I just don't understand the argument. I, like, the only thing I've heard, really, and the only thing you could give to LeBron is that his team, they have a – I don't – do they have a better record? I don't know. They have – they're they're the second seed in the Western Conference. They're 20-6, I believe. Yeah, so they're a couple games better than the Sixers, but that's not a huge difference, and he's played in every game, whereas Embiid has missed, like, five or six games. So 
I, I mean, the MVP isn't a participation where I don't think LeBron really has a solid argument at this point in the season. Embiid is my MVP, uh, and it's not close. Yeah, and obviously I agree with you. That would be amazing if Philadelphia could have an MVP. Uh, but let's talk about some other positives. Ben Simmons, one assist, one assist shy of a triple-double. He had 23 points, shot 10 of 12. Another one of those efficient nights that we were talking about on our previous podcast he has. Seth Curry, I think it's safe to say he only shot 6 of 13, but he was 3 of 7 from 3. I think it's safe to say that he is out of the slump. Hopefully, I hopefully I'm not saying it too early. He had 15 points, not even his best night, but he's just taking more shots and he just looks like his more normal self. Yeah, Seth Curry, you know, shot the ball well from three, did his job. Not an outstanding night, but he he was he got the job done. You know, he did his role. And Ben Simmons, man, I, this guy's got to be an all star. Get this guy in the all star game, please. It, he just has he's extremely efficient on offense. Not to mention he had all three of his free throws last night. So. You know, some an area that he struggled with before free throws. He's been, I feel like he's been doing a little better on that this season. Um, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to jinx it, but he is shooting 64%. So it, that's not great, but it's improvement from his last two seasons and obviously his rookie season too. Um, but, you know, one assist shy of a triple double. Our offense is just so much better with him on the floor. And he's our best defensive player. Like, our defense wasn't better with him on the floor last night, mostly because his minutes were, like, um, tactically placed to match Damian Lillard so that he could guard him for most of the time. And he did a great job guarding Lillard. Lillard struggled, really. He had 30 points, but um, he got to the line on some questionable fouls. We mentioned the refs earlier. But, you know, he was forcing a lot of misses out of Dame. And he just makes the team so much better when he's on the floor. He's got to be an all-star, in my opinion. Yeah, Ben Simmons, he is so valuable. I think this year is really showing how valuable he is to the team. Uh, but one guy that wasn't as valuable tonight, Tobias Harris, he had 17 points, but he shot 4-12 and 0-5 from three. Not very efficient night for Tobias. Probably his worst game of the season, I would say. Danny Green, he only took four shots, so he wasn't really involved. But the big thing for the Sixers in this one is they only had 19 bench points. I Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, 8, 12. Yeah, 19 bench points. So that's not going to win you many games. Carmelo Anthony alone had 24 last night on the bench. But that was also a really efficient night for him. He was making everything in the fourth quarter. So he outscored our bench total by five points. And then 21 more points along with the other three players on the Blazers bench that played. So the bench was not very good. Yeah, watching Carmelo Anthony in the fourth quarter, I had to check my calendar. Like, what, do you, what year is it? Is this 2015? <sighs> Um, he was just, he went on a run where I think he made like five straight field goals and a few of them were three pointers and he just had a pretty good game overall for them. If he doesn't do that in the fourth, I think the Sixers easily win this game. But, you know, we talked about Dame. He just didn't have a great night. Carmelo was really carrying their offense in the final stretch of the game. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, you know, Damien, I will mention again, Damien Lillard had this 19 point first quarter, which a couple of questionable fouls, but. After that first quarter, he didn't do much of anything. He hit one clutch, like, kind of floater, um, like kind of fadeaway floater type shot that I think put the Blazers in the lead with a, less than two minutes to go. But besides that, he was just – it was not his game. Ben Simmons locked him up. And Ben Simmons in a post-game interview said that he thinks he's the best defender in the league and he takes pride in guarding the other team's best player every night. And I, I agree with him, you know. I, well, it depends on how you wanted to find the best defensive player. Like, realistically, a guy like Rudy Gobert or Joel Embiid is going to make your defense better by being out there on the floor just because the nature of the game, like centers and room protectors, 
like single-handedly can lift your defense more than one perimeter defender can. But Ben Simmons, I, I think he probably is the undisputed best perimeter defender in the league. He can guard one through four. The, Maybe even five. The teams, yeah, he can guard I, – I don't know. I don't know Some centers, some centers. Like, if you want to theoretically place him up against Joel Embiid, I think Joel Embiid would dominate him because he's kind of like a, a little bit like skinnier. He's athletic, but he's not like super big. Um, but yeah, he could play five. He, he's just so good. I, I don't under, I don't understand any of the Ben Simmons hate. Uh, it doesn't matter how much he scores the ball, which he didn't have like 23 points last night. So it, that's not really a problem for him, but he's just like, I don't care how many shots he takes. He's just so important on to be for him that be on the floor. It, it just makes the team so much better. You can't really describe it. <laughs> like, he just yeah, I know what you mean. Him being there, like the things he does that don't get recorded on the stat sheet, like his hustle, he leads the league in deflections. Just such a great player. I I don't understand why people hate on this guy. Yeah, and I wanted to trade him before last season and the season last season as well. Uh, that shut me up too, because he he's just so valuable. Now it's really coming to light. So I mean, it's he's really important. But other than that, the Sixers, the Sixers just kind of it just wasn't really their night. I mean, they didn't even shoot the ball that bad. They had a 49% field goal percentage, so not bad at all. But the Blazers were just on fire from three. And that's what carried them because they had six point six percentage less. I don't know how you say that. Six points less on the percentage worth for field goals. You know, Gary Trent Jr. had a good night. Dame, obviously, he kind of struggled. He had a great first quarter. And his canter, 14 boards is what he's known for. Uh, Covington had a really clutch deflection that final that final last minute or two. And but other than that, the game just it just was not the Sixers night. Yeah, you know when you consider the three pointers, I think like the way the team shot the ball were about even, and turnovers weren't really a huge factor for either team. Both teams neither really got to the line a whole lot, but it was pretty even there too. It was just it really what it came down to. The only thing I can think of is the Sixers probably gave up a couple too many putback chances and uh, like offensive rebounds for guys like Ennis Cantor who had seven offensive boards. Derek Jones Jr. had four. Like, that's that's a little bit of a it's gotta, problem. It's, it's got to stop. Yeah, that, that hasn't been, like, a consistent issue for the Sixers all season. Like, if there has been an issue for the Sixers, it was turnovers, and they only had nine last night. So it's just kind of an outlier night. The Blazers aren't necessarily a good offensive rebounding team on the season, but Ennis Cantor is a guy who can destroy you in that area, uh, that area of the game, and he did so last night. Yeah, so overall disappointing loss for the Sixers. They maintain for a spot in the Eastern Conference. They stay at 18-8. and eight. They go to 7-6 and six on the road. They play Phoenix on Saturday at 3 o'clock. So that's going to be a, a tough game as well. And then they play in Utah again. Um, or not, I shouldn't say again, 9 o'clock on Monday. They hold a one-and-a-half game lead over the Bucks. So hopefully the Sixers can maintain that first spot in the Eastern Conference. And the Blazers, they go to 14-10, and 10, so they're having a good campaign as well. Yeah, Blazers, I believe they're the fourth seed in the West, um, but don't they are, on that. I know they're, they are the fifth seed in the West. Fifth seed, yeah, so they're having a pretty good season, and especially good considering, like, there's really for the entire year, they're just, like, um, dealing with these injuries. Yusuf Nurkic, I think we forgot to mention him. He was out. Uh, CJ McCollum was having a career year before that foot injury, which has had him out for a little while. Um, it, they're just missing guys left and right. And 
they do a pretty good job managing with it. They've had to deal with this in years past, so I'm sure, you know, they have some experience dealing with that. But they're a pretty good team, and, you know, losing to them by this margin isn't something too concerning on the road. But we talked about that tough six-game road trip that the Sixers had to deal with, or not a road trip, but West Coast road trip plus the Brooklyn game, whatever. Um, so now they're 2-1 in those games. Uh, they have three more to go. They play like the Rockets, Jazz. Rockets have kind of slowed down since we talked about them, but, it, you know, they're on good pace so far, and they still have one seed in the East over the Bucks. Uh, I'm not really too worried about the Sixers. It's definitely a tough loss, though. Like, just the refs, man, they killed us. I, I just wanted to at least give a – I wanted to see overtime at least. And the Sixers did have a chance to get overtime, but that, that was a pretty bad inbound pass by Ben Simmons and not a great play drawn up by Doc Rivers or whoever draws up the inbound plays. Uh, but overall, it's just you want to see a win, but too bad you can't win them all. Um, I'm happy with the Sixers have been playing this season, and last night was not really much of an exception apart from shooting the ball from three. Yeah, disappointing night, but not really with the Sixers. They showed a lot of heart in this game. It's nothing like how they played the Blazers last week. So that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry if this was kind of like a rush podcast. We both have a couple places to be. I'm actually heading to Florida tomorrow for a week or two and jerry's got stuff to do too but we're still going to be making our sixers podcasts and when the flyers when their covid things all over i will be making those as well so thanks for tuning in thank you